Welcome to The Mindset. On this show, we interview athletes, entrepreneurs, and other successful individuals that have the mindset to win in the face of long odds. You'll hear what drives these amazing people and find inspiration to face the challenges in your own life. We're excited to have as our guest, Matteo Franchetti, founder of Eight Sleep, the company defining a new category of sleep fitness. He discusses how he brings an athlete mentality to running Eight Sleep and how he raises the bar for his team. He shares how he thinks of a startup as a sports team and how he handles having a co-founder and teammate that is also his wife. Here is Matteo Franchetti on The Mindset. As everybody knows, this is The Mindset on IG Live. It's a special Thursday edition with The Mindset. We believe that The Mindset between athletes and entrepreneurs is really parallel. And we got a very special guest today who is the founder CEO of 8Sleep. 8Sleep is a smart sleep company to make smart mattresses. I have one. I love it. But again, Mateo, welcome to the Mindset IG Live. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's All great. Right. All right, look, man. So what we talk about usually is just about just the different mental things that you did to be successful in your, in your business. But I'm going to ask you the hardest question that you have ever had so far. All right. This is going to be the most difficult mindset question. How do you work day in and day out with your wife? Like, how do you, how is that even possible, dude? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is a good one. Um, I mean, it, it's one of those tricky things, right? Before meeting Alex, I always thought I would never work with my partner. That would destroy my relationship. But then, uh, no, we, we met and we are both so passionate about what we do. But there are a couple of very cool stories. I don't know if we ever shared them with you. But so we, we use WhatsApp for personal stuff and we use Slack for professional stuff. And so sometimes I'm, maybe I'm screaming on Slack, complaining about something at work, but uh, I'm on WhatsApp asking what are we going to have for dinner. And, <laughs> and that happens in real time. Or other times we have this rule where at a certain point, like 9, 9.30, I cannot talk about work, okay? And sometimes we are on the couch and the, re the reason would be, look, you wouldn't be talking to a colleague at 9.30. You wouldn't be calling them. And so I said, fine, but I can still slack you because I could still slack a colleague. And so sometimes we are on the couch and I'm just there slacking her, texting her about work. And I can hear the, the, the phone buzzing um, with my messages, but I cannot talk about the topic. <laughs> hey, man, there's a girl. And, and Alex, she's on right now. So look, we're not going to talk about you too bad. And the reason I ask that is because me and my wife run a company together as well. So I understand the intricacies that can happen, you know, when you're working with your spouse, especially in my situation, my spouse is my boss, all right, at work. And then, you know, at home, she thinks she's my boss as well, right? So you always have to kind of balance that. And, you know, I hope you all do a good job of balancing that. And that's seriously a mindset thing that you have to deal with, especially working with your spouse, especially if you want to be successful. Yep. Yeah, absolutely, man. So, all right. So, look, so tell me about this. And you're a former athlete as well. Um, What's been more difficult? Like, because for me, I always ask, is sports more difficult than business or is business more difficult than sports? For you, which one has been more difficult? Um, let me step back for a second. I think the reason why I love what I do, in particular, a startup, is the closest thing to sports 
that you could find in a professional environment. You fight every single day to succeed. There are no excuses. You need to train, work really hard to, to succeed. And in, in sport, you have injuries. Here you have just you no know, events that you no, know, they just hurt you and you need to recover. Uh, you need to be a leader, like in a sport team, right? You need to, to lead your team to achieve something they don't believe is possible. Um, so I don't think there is one that is harder than the other. I think they are brutal, both of them. But at the same time, the adrenaline they give you is the reason why I, I, what, is what I live for. So let me ask you this. You, you brought up a good point. Okay. So, you know, when it comes to working hard in sports, that's really easy. Like I can run hard. I can lift hard. I can do those things. I can study my playbook hard. Business, that's a little bit uncertain. So for you on a daily basis, what is working hard for you? I call it the shower rule is what do you think while you're showering uh, in the morning, right? What do you live and breathe? And that for me is a sleep, right? And for an athlete, it could be winning the NFL championship, the NBA championship, or winning the US Open. What do you think uh, first thing in the morning? And that, that, that's everything for me. And actually in the company, we have two things that could be relevant here. First, one of our values is called the athlete mentality. And so to me, working hard is not being in front of your computer 14, 16 hours a day is you need to know when you're losing performance, go out, recover, ha have a walk, or just take it off today and come back tomorrow at your peak because I want you at your best. And the second thing is when I'm hiring and people ask me, what's the culture at Eat Sleep? Is at the beginning, I used to say we are a family, but we are not a family. We are a sports team. You need to deserve to be here. You need to deliver. And if you deliver, your career will accelerate, but you need to deserve it. Mm, all right. So let me ask you this thing, because again, we have a lot of former athletes who are now founders and business owners. How have you made the jump going from, like, I look at it as myself. I was the player, and the general manager decided if I was good enough to be on the team or not, right? How have you made that transition from being the quote-unquote general manager when you're deciding, like, hey, you're not up to par. We have to let you go. Or you decide, hey, we actually need to give you a bonus or give you more responsibility. Like, how, how, how have you been able to, I guess, mentally deal with that? Yeah, that, that, that is the tough part, right? In particular, if you have to let someone go. And I think mentally, the way you need to frame it to yourself is there is something bigger than my own decision. There is the company interest, right? We, we want to change the life of billions of people. And so as a CEO, I need to do the best to achieve that mission. And I need to do this also in the interest of everyone who is working here. Because if they are working their ass off, or they are devoting a considerable amount of mental energy, they deserve everyone else to do the same. Then, I mean, the best talents, you just see them, right? They, they always surprise you. They always blow your mind. So there are no doubts. And that is one of the things that personally, it gives me the most joy. When I can accelerate the growth of someone, when I can reward them, when I can give them a bonus, I mean, that makes me feel proud as a manager because even if it's they're married, you still feel that, no, you, you help them to achieve that. Right. Oh, wow. Okay. So, look, you, you said something, and I, I want to try to go back. You are all about, Eight Sleep is all about changing people's lives, right? And it's through sleep. But 
what is it? Why are you so passionate about changing people's lives? Like, what is it that's like beyond, you know, what Eight Sleep does for sleep fitness? What is it about the individual that makes you so passionate about them that you want to change their life through sleep? So let's fast forward 10 years from now. We want to achieve two things. We want to compress the sleep. So what if you could sleep only six hours and get more rest than when you were sleeping eight hours? What if I can give you back two hours of your life every day? And second, we want to become a medical grade device. What if I let you know four days before you get the flu that you are going to get the flu? What if I can detect early stage of cancer? What if you can see if you have any problem in your organs or if you are going to have a heart attack? So going back to these two pillars, the first one is we are going to unlock the human potential by making sure that you are at your peak energy and we also give you two hours back for you, for your kids, for your personal and professional life. And second, we are going to save lives. We are going to tell you if you might have a heart attack and you should go to the hospital right now. Mm, wow. So, all right, guys. So if you're out there, you know, again, this is the mindset. So everything goes back to the mind. So out, out of all this, he has not yet once talked about how much money he's personally going to make. That's not been his focus so far. His focus so far has been changing the lives of the people who have his product. And I think that's key. And I think that can you can you kind of expound on that? Like why that's so important, especially for a founder? Like, why is that so important? I, I use this framework that is called regret minimization framework. And so you fast forward yourself to when you're eight years old and you look back at your life and, and you say, was it worth? Was it meaningful? Th that is what applies to me. It's, it's not about the money. It's like for an athlete. Yeah, I, I mean, the money helps, right? Uh, in, in a lot of different ways. But at the end of the day, you, there is something bigger that drives you every morning to wake up at 6 a.m. and give the best of yourself and keep raising your bar, keep trying to be better and transferring that energy. Because as a leader, it's not just about doing, it's about sharing your energy with your team, is to empower them to achieve something they didn't believe it was possible. Hmm. Wow. So let me ask you this then. Who are some people, because especially as a leader, you have to have somebody to be able to get energy from, because you're always the one giving energy, right? You gotta give energy to the team. You gotta give energy to your wife. You gotta give, you know, you gotta give energy out of life. Do you have any people in your life that are mentors, coaches, that kind of, that you draw from as well? Yeah, I do. Um, I, I, I would say there are three categories. Um, first, there are our investors, in particular our board members. Uh, they have achieved so much in their life that they, they really set the bar for me. And I'm a competitive person. And I know if they got there, I, I want to be there. I, I want to be at their level. Um, second, I, yeah, I always try to talk to one to three new people every week. Uh, people that are successful, maybe CEOs, maybe operators, but people I can really steal something from. And then, yeah, I have a, I have a coach right now. Um, we're working together. He's actually a coach for NBA players. So I try to look for someone who is already into performance and already into sport and can really help me to give it all. Mm, all right. So, again, everybody, he still has a coach. Like, no matter what level of success that, that you are, you still have to have somebody to draw from. But, all right, so, you know, we talk about sleeping. This is eight sleep. 
what are the things that keep you up at night with this business? Like, right, because every athlete, you know, we always talk about adversity. Every athlete is like, that's the key word. You know, you got to deal with adversity, right? And so, you know, even for my career, you know, been was cut 10 times from eight different teams, you know, dealt with a lot of adversity. What are the things that keep you up at night with eight sleep? What's your adversity right now? A lot. <laughs> in a startup, everything is broken. Uh, and, and, and is a logical effect of growing really fast with uh, a small number of people and trying to break the rules because a startup is trying to reinvent something. So every day changes. So that is the beauty of my job. But I always say the CEO of a startup is a doctor. People don't need me when things are going well. They are succeeding. They come to me when something is broken. And the worst it is, the worst uh, uh, noise is, is going to be my day. But it's part of my job. It's, it's like a doctor. I find problems and I help people to solve them. And you, you, do you enjoy that pressure? So, you know, I would say just me being honest, right? One of the issues that I had over my career is I was always scared of the spotlight because the spotlight meant pressure. The spotlight meant accountability. How are you able to deal with that spotlight to where the pressure is on you? There's something broken. You have to fix it or the company breaks. Like, how are you able to mentally deal with that pressure and that spotlight? Yeah. It's a good point. I never thought of that, but so when I was a kid, I always wanted, so I had an accident. I, I was doing a, a ski race. I had an accident and, and I hit my head really hard. And for three months, it took time to recover from, I didn't get into coma, but I was really close. And so there was this doctor who was a surgeon for, for the brain who was really taking care of me. And since then, I wanted to become a doctor like him because I wanted to have the pressure on me of saving people's lives as a, as a doctor in a surgery. And so I always had this attitude where I want the pressure, give me the pressure, I'm, I'm going to deal with it. Then when you have the pressure, um, sometimes it's heavy, right? In particular, there are those weeks where everything seems falling apart, everything is broken, and you get to Friday or Saturday, you say, man, <laughs> uh, what can I do here? But I also learn as an entrepreneur that you have weeks that are really bad and then usually bounces back. And so then usually you have a good week. And at the end um, is a, some zero game between happiness and, and struggles. So you've seen, hold on. So you've seen that kind of wave, right? Yeah. You see it and it, it's consistent. You would, you would yeah. really say that that's consistent. Yeah. Wow. All right. See, because I think people need to hear that, especially people who are going through that, that, down, that down cycle, right? Because I always feel like everything in life has a rhythm. Right, sun comes up, sun goes down, right? Your heartbeat has a rhythm. Even when you step, you step in a rhythmic pattern. So you're saying in business, the highs and lows are 100%. When, when you're at the lowest, you just need to wait. It will pick up again. Where are you at the peak? You need to be aware that things will get tougher. It's like sport, it's brutal in both ways. So how do you know, this is getting good, man. I'm getting excited, all right. So how do you know then when you're at that bottom part how do you know what's like when just to wait it out or it's time to say, you know what, I got, I got to pivot. I got to change. I got to, I got to do something different. Like, is there kind of amount of time? Like, cause some entrepreneur probably needs to hear this right now. If they're stuck in that point. The way I would say is 
you need to think, okay, what can I improve? There should, should I mention, there is one where you're getting too many bad news and at a certain point you need to, a, a good news will come, right? It's just a matter, it's a statistical matter. And the, the second one more connected to your question is, if you see something that keeps being broken and you need to get back to first principles and start asking the why and see if maybe there is a lack of product market fit or maybe the manager who is taking care of that department is the wrong person, you know, you need to almost be paranoid and overthink. There is actually a, a famous business book called uh, the Only the Paranoid Survives. And um, you need to overthink, which I think is the, probably the biggest challenge as a CEO or as an entrepreneur, because you never, you never turn off your brain. So on Saturday and Sunday, maybe I spend a few hours in front of my computer, but my brain keeps going and going and going, and it's the shower rule. I wake up on Saturday, I think of it sleep while I'm showering, I wake up on Sunday. And so that sometimes could really drain energy from your brain, and you need to train or do anything else that can distract you and regain the energy by Monday. Mm, okay, so this is what I'm getting at now. All right, and so basically a lot of times, if there's just a lot of bad news, some other good news is coming. But if your fundamentals are broken, then that's when you need, you need to really make some different changes in your life. It's just like, I guess, look at a quarterback. Quarterback can have all the talent in the world, but if the fundamentals are wrong or broken, at some point in time, that's going to catch up to them, and they got to do something about that. You, is, does that make sense? Exactly. It's exactly that. Okay. All right. So, you know, I guess, you know, as the time has been flying, so – one other thing that I do want to ask you is just like, what's next? Like after eight sleep, is there something else from Mateo after eight sleep? I mean, you've done a lot already in your life. Like, what's your next thing? Like, what, what when you look back over your life and you're, a, you know, a strapping 95-year-old man and you look back and you're like, man, I did this. What is your this? Like, what do you want to look back and say, I did this? I saved millions of lives with our product. Simple enough, right? So again, guys, it's just, it's so interesting because the more we talk to, you know, successful, and I would, I would, I'll consider you, you know, growing into success and successful. The more successful people we talk to, the less it's about the money. It really is. Like, you know, a lot of people say, man, I want to look back and I was a billionaire, right? Or I had a, you know, a, a $10 billion exit or whatever it is. But you're saying, dude, I just want to save lives. And you go into it with a, almost with a passion. It's almost like a, you know, you, 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 you're almost kind of crazy about this a little bit because you really want to see the betterment of humanity, right? But it, it, another way you can look at that, if, if you really think about money, right? But money is a consequence of achieving a really big goal. So focus on the goal. If you live in, I'm European, right? If you live in the United States, there is money here. You will make money if you're successful. So it's going to happen. It's just a consequence. The number one thing you need to nail is to hit a goal, an achievement that is big enough. And based on how big it is, then there, there will be a proportional amount of money that you make. But if you just wake up every day to just make money, that would just you know, create a, a negative um, obsession on you and it wouldn't really inspire you because to achieve big goals you need to inspire and to hire the greatest people you need to be able to inspire them and 
money is not something that would inspire them. Mm. All right. So, wow. So we had a question out here that says, you know, you talked about your brain. You, you can never turn it off, right? What do you do? What do you personally do to recharge? So I test everything I can. Even when I go on a vacation, I try to pay attention to every detail and see how that detail impacts me so I can replicate in the following vacation. Um, and, and, and so I'm really granular about everything. Um, in my case, specifically, doing sport uh, is something that gives me a lot of energy. Uh, reading biographies or certain type of podcasts. So when I hear someone else's stories, that gives me the energy to keep going. Because most of the times you learn that they struggle, right? If you, leave, if you read um, Shoe Dog, the book of Nike, you, you understand that this company almost died dozens of times. So it happened to Nike. It can happen to Eight Sleep. Just keep going and, and get shit done. All right. So look, I got two, two questions. These are kind of random questions, but I want you to get it. I want you to get them. If you could talk to one person and have a mentor, one person, dead or alive, you could resurrect somebody from the dead or somebody now who you could talk to on a daily basis that could be your mentor, right? Who would that person be? There are actually two people I, I really admire. And, 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 and one was in the political field, but it's not about that. But one to me is Barack Obama. I really admire uh, that person. Uh, because of what he has achieved. And so I would love to talk to him. And the second is a Formula One driver. Uh, his name is Ayrton Senna. And I'm really into F1. And he was one of the greatest. Um, he, he's not alive anymore. But uh, that guy was so obsessed with details and the intensity and what he was doing that I would love to learn that from him. You know, it's interesting you say that because, you know, both are detail-oriented oriented people. And you just talked about how on your vacation, you're making just detailed adjustments every time. So that's what type of person you are. And that's the cool thing about it is that you really love the process. And I think people don't really understand that the process leads to the result every single time. The result does not lead to the process. I say it all the time, man. One plus one is guaranteed to be two. But two does not always mean you have one plus one. Yeah. Right. And, there is, and there is another thing. So I 100% I love that. It's all about the process. If you don't enjoy the process and the journey, you will not enjoy your life. And the second is there is a strict correlation between the pain you suffer and the quality of the output. And I always tell my team, um, when we prepare our board deck, if it's not really painful, it means we are still far from the bar we need to achieve to present it to our investor. It's going to be painful. If it doesn't hurt, probably the bar is not the, the good one. Mm, wow. If it doesn't hurt, it's not worth and it. And think no. it's like training in sports, right? It's still the same thing. It's, to train hard is going to hurt. You, you will suffer pain. You need to keep going. You, it's part of the game. If you are not open for that, there is nothing bad, but just that probably is not the right thing for you to do. Mm, wow, man. That's the difference between normalcy and getting the most out of life. It's just how you can accept and receive that pain. All right. So uh, we had a question out there that said, what is one athlete or celebrity that you would really like to work with with A-Sleep? All right. Anybody? Sorry, an athlete what? An, an athlete or celebrity that you would really like to work with uh, right now. Uh, there, are, there are two. Uh, one is Lewis Hamilton because he's in, in F1 and he's 
right now the you know, the, the world champion and I'm really into motorsport. And the second one is in tennis because I used to be a, a tennis player and it's Serena Williams. And I mean, Serena is a legend, right? And um, I had the, the chance to, to meet her husband when I was a Y Combinator because he was a partner there. Um, and um, so, yeah, I admire these two athletes. Okay. All right. And then last question, then, before, before we get out of here, uh, and I've really enjoyed this. If you could go back to young Mateo, 14, 15-year-old Mateo, when the world was just so big, what, do you, what advice would you give him now, and what one thing would you have done differently that you didn't do? You know, I, I, I wouldn't do anything different. I mean, my life was crazy. I was not speaking English until when I was 21. I didn't know what it was a tech company until, or a startup until eight years ago. And I just moved in the US 10 years ago and now I'm backed by the, some of the largest venture capitalists in Silicon Valley, right? So it, it, it's crazy. Um, I sometimes I think I lost my dad in, in 2008. At the time I was a lawyer in Milan. And, and sometimes I think I, the life I had at the time and what, what I am right now, and I don't think it would have been possible for him to know uh, what, what I achieved. It's, it's crazy, completely out of the box. Not because it's great, big, it's just different. And that I think is a trait of my life. And so just keep pushing, keep working hard, and hopefully it will pay off. Guys, all right, so check this out. You know, one thing he said is, well, a few things. I got to rehash some of the things you said. It's just re realistically, please don't get so consumed by business that you lose your mind because that's not, that's not the purpose of business. And then number two, one thing I think that he's been hitting on, and he hadn't said it, but I'm going to say it for him, he has a belief in himself that he's not going to lose and I think that really separates a lot of people because a lot of people don't have that self-belief. And you seem like you've had it. Like, just like you just said, you said you wouldn't change anything that's happened because everything just kind of just worked. And it didn't work by accident. It's just you have a process, but you believe in yourself in that process. Would, that, would you agree with that? Yeah, I do. Wow, man. So, so guys, that's it for the mindset. This one went by quick tonight. I want to thank Mateo with Eight Sleep. You want to tell us a little bit about Eight Sleep for the people who don't know? So we, we improve your sleep performance. So we use thermoregulation. We can heat and cool each side of the bed to improve your sleep quality. And so our goal is to fuel human potential through better sleep. Um, and our products deliver that. Mm, there it is. Eightsleep.com. Check us out. Eight sleep, eight like the number, E-I-G-H-T, sleep.com. And guys, I have an eight sleep bed. It is the most, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I will say this, and not just because he's on, but I didn't realize, I was, for a little while, I was dealing with some depressive symptoms. Like, I had a little bit of depression. I couldn't beat it, and I had no idea. It was so directly linked to my quality of sleep. I had no clue until I got to bed, until I sleep really, really cold, so it's perfect for me. My wife sleeps warm. It's perfect for her. And if I get mad at her, I'll just turn her side down to freezing cold. You know, just, that's just how it goes. But I really didn't know that, that the mind was that much connected to sleep. So, guys, it really is an awesome product. All right. Well, that's it. Mateo, thank you for being on tonight. This is the mindset. Again, well, we believe that the mindset of entrepreneurs and athletes are parallel, baby.